Independence Day. Does that word even mean anything to anybody anymore? This is shooting the shit. Picture yourself in a boat on a river With tangerine trees and marmalade skies Somebody calls you, you answer quite slowly A girl with kaleidoscope to shooting the shit february 15th 2022 how are you doing it's the day after valentine's day gentlemen did you get your sweet 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 honey a little something 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 maybe send her a dozen roses a little teddy bear a box of chocolates because guess what next month it's steak and bj day and there is not another glorious day like that one so hopefully you did your end of the deal and did your job. Anyway, how's it going? Welcome to the show. I hope your weekend was good. Welcome. Uh, it's a Tuesday here. Mm-hmm. In beautiful, beautiful Philadelphia. <laughs> Fucking dump. Anyway, today's show, I really want to dedicate this show to the men and women that work to make our lives just a little safer every day. I'm talking about medical personnel, I'm talking about the firemen, firewomen, I'm talking about the police departments, and definitely the military. I thank you for your service. You provide every single day to us. You truly are the heroes in this country. Anyway, let's get started. Uh, Independence Day, we will get to that and what it truly means to me and what I think that a lot of people are just looking past anymore. Uh, let's talk COVID right now. Let's call it, COVID's on its way down. COVID is on its way down, people. Mandates are starting to be lifted. Vaccination mandates are being lifted. Restaurant things are being lifted in the city here. And you're going to be able to go into restaurants again, even if you're unvaccinated, which it should have been that way anyway. It doesn't matter because you can get it and transmit it even if you're fully vaxxed. Woo-hoo. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. We've been lied to every day. 700 plus days into this, and this shit's just coming out now. And people are still backing up this government. God, I don't get it, man. I see Jen Psaki getting on the fucking TV all the time. And she is actually a, she's a feisty little one, man. She's definitely, she, dude, put it this way, man. If you, when you watch her on TV, and if you don't see Peppermint Patty, Bitching at Charlie Brown or something. I I, I, I can't. You'll, you'll, now you cannot see that. Anyway, cases of COVID as of today. 77,592,982 cases as of today. And the death is at 916,977. They're claiming the death rate's on its way up. But I think that what's going on here is, again, I think they're pushing it to the point where you get some, bring somebody in out of a car accident 
and oh, they had COVID two weeks ago. They still have COVID. We're marking it as a COVID death. I think that's why that's going to always continue to have a little rise to it. But as for the actual cases of COVID, it's they're, they're down. It's 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 like a fucking roller coaster on the down slope. It's 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 on its way to the bottom here. So let's get into this fucking. Let's get in. Let's get into this. Fuck COVID. I'm tired of COVID. I'm tired of COVID. I'm tired of this fucking country, to be honest with you. But I don't want to sound like one of them people that like, fuck this place. I'm moving to Canada because I, if you know, Joe Biden's my president. I'm going to Canada. You remember all those fucking people? I, I, I can name one right off the bat. Rosie O'Donnell said it. She came right out on national TV and goes, Donald Trump got to be president. I'm moving to Canada. She never fucking fat ass never moved to Canada. Anyway, uh, let's get into freedom. It's a term that is questioned in today's America every single day, our freedom. Our freedom is being fucking questioned every day. And our freedoms are actually starting to come back. That's This is why it has to be it, – it, it's a term that's, that's questioned. <sighs> are we really, truly free? It seems before technology hit, before it existed, and I, I, I'm not talking in the past 30 years. I'm talking the technology of the past 10-plus years. Okay, like the internet, smartphones, and actually really dumb, dumb, dumb people. Okay, <laughs> before it, it, the dumb people come along with this internet and this technology thing, and I'll, I'll explain that to you. It's total control ever since these fucking smartphones and shit have come out. These these phones actually control you. They control you. You don't control them. There was a TV show, and I think I quoted it, God, that way back in one of my podcasts. Um called The Social Dilemma, and they showed you exactly how the cell phones work and how a, 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 a program like Facebook actually works with all its algorithms, however how you say it, how they actually work, algorithms, I think that's how you say it, how it actually works with that and how they actually, they fish, they go out, there's people on the other end of your phone fishing, looking for what you like to bitch about, complain about, what you like to see. That's why when you can just be talking in your little Alexa device or even your phone, if it's on, picks up your voice. And you might be just talking and your phone's in the other room, but your phone can hear you. And you're talking to somebody about, I don't know, I'm looking around the room, a potted plant. And all of a sudden you get on your Facebook and there is a ad for some kind of a potted plant or something that has to do with that. And it's like, there's the algorithm, there's the internet, there's that fucked up situation. And when I say actually real world dumb people, I'm talking to dumb people who actually think that these things are a good idea. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sitting here on a smartphone with a computer in front of me. I give you facts, I give you the things, and I'm using this technology to do what I'm doing right now. So I'm relaying information to you as best as I can over what I think is going on with the world due to what I have in my hand and the facts that I have in front of me. So over these years, you know, this has caused total control over us and over our lives. We pick these phones up and we put them down and we pick them up and we put them down. These phones are never actually sitting somewhere else for longer than, I think they said something like a five-minute span. You're always picking it up, always looking at it. Whether you're looking to see... The email you got or the text you might have got or what the weather's going to be tomorrow. Whatever you're picking it up for or you're just surfing the web. Mm-hmm. Laying on your Facebook. Whatever. But we're always picking them up. These these phones control our lives. <laughs> and 
isn't nobody more so that knows this than our own government. And they take total advantage of it. They use the technology every day. And even the older technology we have, like our TVs, our radios, they use it every day against us, against the people. And what I'm really saying, they use this virus against us, against the people, to control. So when I say is our freedom, that term, when I say it, are we really free? We're really not. We're really not free anymore. We're, 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 we're controlled. We're, 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 we're tracked by the phone that we have in our hands. We're tracked by satellite dishes that watch us. I mean, if the government really wanted to track us, they would just satellite us the whole time. But we're stuck in a rut of technology, of bullshit. And you get dumb people, and when I say actual dumb people, that actually will sit there and tell... They believe in this shit. They believe in the metaverse. They believe in what's going on in this country. They, they actually think that what's going on in this country is good. That that this government that's in there now is pointing us in the right direction. Like they wouldn't harm us. They tell they want us to live. They want us to be they want us to, to get the vaccine so that way we live. Look, I don't think they have our health in their it's not their intention to, to keep us healthy. That's that's not what they're looking at. The fact is they're looking to control us. And they figured that if we're scared and they offer us a peace of mind, that that's a way they can control us. So anyway, I listen to people every day talk. And I don't... I, I just can't understand how they can actually trust this government and believe in what this government tells them. And I, I'm going to explain it why. All right. You had an administration go through there. You had the Bushes. You had Clintons. You had the Obama. Then you had Trump. And everybody in today's world wants to point the finger and blame Trump. They just, and they're Trump haters. They're just Trump haters. They have no other fucking reason except that they hate the man. And I don't understand how. You can have such a hatred for somebody and accept what's going on today, right now. Gas prices. When the end of Trump's administration, you know, at the end of his run, gas, the average gas price in the United States for regular was $1.88 a gallon. We are at $4 a gallon now, just about, in most places. It's three, like three ninety-two or something is the, the national average. It's ridiculous. Yet people still believe that this guy in his administration is doing a hell of a job. Hmm. Well, let's talk about him and his hell of a job, okay? Because right now he's got a over a 60% disapproval rating. People don't like him, including his own people. Democrats are starting to see that this guy is a fucking... He, he, he's a waste. He was a waste of a vote. You people went out that you voted for him. You people went out and you pulled a fucking trigger without looking at who you were bringing in. You just cared about who you were getting out. That's all you cared about. I don't care who's in there. Now, how do you feel? And I hate it because uh, here, I argued with somebody just the other week about, <laughs> it's about fun. That, this is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> we need to reopen the pipeline and get this working going, and get workers back on the thing and get this oil pumping through here. We got to be more independent on our oil. And I went, Joe did that. And... The person 
fucking fought with me. Actually got nasty and yelled at me. And I'm like, no, um, Joe did that. That was part of him reversing these executive orders, was to shut down the pipeline. Now, I know, I get it, it's sand oil, it's dirty shit, but it still would have gave us an independence on fucking oil, fossil fuels. Okay, electric cars is not the future. It's not going to change. That's that, that part of the future is only here in electric cars. It's not here in the power plants that, that power these cars, the shit that's, that you need to make all the products to power these cars, whether it's the, the, the wiring and the plastic that goes around the wiring, whether it's the, 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 the charging stations, the buildings, the different other buildings that have to stop in between for, for to get the power to you. No, you, you built the car so far. And the cars aren't even perfect for environmentally safe. They got lithium batteries in them, like tons of them. Now, if anybody with a half a brain and a smartphone in their hand could look it up themselves and see how lithium is mined, where it's mined. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, to I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The brains of the simple-minded are very corrupted. It's corruption. <sighs> You're all corrupted. The people have voted him in power. You're corrupted. It's controlling, it's tyranny, it's fucked up. Right now you got a trucker convoy that's actually doing such a good job that it's scaring the government and forcing the narrative to turn into a new direction so that way they can go after them. This Trudeau in Canada is, is fucking scared. And he's threatening consequences on the truckers now. Not just the people that are supporting the truckers and helping the truckers, but the truckers themselves. Okay? And he's already put down these, these, these things on no honking and all that kind of shit. Well, doesn't our country and Joe Biden get involved in this and say, well, because, you know, they're at the border right now. They want to come across into the United States and run down to the fucking Washington, D.C. too. And eventually you're going to have a trucking convoy across this country also. Mm-hmm. So when it happens, I mean, it's right now it's putting a stop to a lot of things. Yeah, it is actually putting a chokehold on some people, including myself, because I ordered a new car and there's this chip thing going on right now with the shortage thing. And it's coming, supposedly coming out of Canada. Canada can't get here with them and the truck won't be built. So it's affecting me. But I sit here and I say to myself, kudos to the truckers because they're standing their ground and it's working. Because I said this in the last podcast, I said that... um. Uh, Alberta, Canada, you know, they lifted all the mandates and shit. And don't think for a minute it's because the, the, the science is working. It's, no, it's the truckers are working. They're doing a fucking hellish job. So anyway, Joe Biden gets involved in this. And, and now his administration has offered, you know, the backing and the support to the Canadian government in a helping hand. It's fucking bullshit. These truckers are performing an actual peaceful protest. And since it's working, you know, the government doesn't like it. It's, it's against the narrative. Yet, they completely got behind the riots just two summers ago. Why? Because they were actually helping the government's narrative. Are people going to wake the fuck up to this shit? Or, I'm sorry, I don't think they're going to wake up to that kind of thing because of the fact that if you were on that side of the fence, you don't want the truckers to... You don't want them to succeed. You want them to fail so you can turn around and say, my president has done a good job. My president's doing great. Mm. It's funny because when I down the president, I always have people backlash me. Well, Trump, well, Tr it's always well Trump. We're a fucking year into this now, man. Joe Biden has been in office for a year. What the fuck has he done? 
What has he actually done? Well, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you what he actually has not. Or I'll tell you what he's done bad. How about that? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell, I'll tell you this. Okay, here you go. You want to hear something good? Joe Biden's six biggest failures during his first year as president. And this is according to Newsweek, okay? All right, so his first year in the Oval Office, okay? Number one, he failed big the Build Back Better Act. He failed against it. No matter how you look at it, he's failed. President Biden's flagship Build Back Better Act has failed to get passed in law despite his comment, his commitment to pass the bill by Christmas. Okay, the Build Back Better Act is a central piece of the administration's objectives and was originally drafted with a budget of three point five trillion dollars, three point five trillion with a T. That included provisions and support for infrastructure and social policies. Eventually, the bill's budget saw itself slashed to $1.75 trillion. Now, that was the smartest thing that the fucking Republicans could do, was to step in there and say, hell no, too much money. Because obviously right now, let's put it this way, okay? Support infrastructure. Kamala Harris got on the fucking TV and said, I can't wait to spend some money on the Internet's infrastructure. No, 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 honey. No, infrastructure, as in like actual physical infrastructure in this fucking country. The 100-year-old bridges, fucking roads. I've said this every fucking podcast. But I love this social policy, social policies. So now Joe Biden adds crack pipes to his fucking, let's hand out, you know, he claims it to be a safer way to actually... Take the drugs. We're not going to be able to stop people from taking drugs. So we want to make it safer for them. And in a way, I sat there and I'm like, I'm listening to somebody talk about it. And, I'm, and they're like, they're, they're convincing me. And I'm going, okay, okay, okay. But then I'm like, no. Like, this is, our government is basically saying, well, if we can't beat them, let's join No, let's not join them. No, you don't hand them out fucking free crack pipes. Fuck that. Enough's enough. No, 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 no. You're encouraging the kids. Fuck, no, I said it in the last one. You are encouraging the kids. And I told you, you want to do something? You fucking give a fucking tattoo thing with the EpiPen thing or whatever that thing is. Ugh, excuse me, man. My lunch is coming up. Um, With that, that, that pen that brings them back. And if you find out, you, you, after you give them the shot, you put the tattoo on where you give them the shot, whatever the tattoo might be. And that'll just say, hey, he had he or she had one shot before. You don't give them another one. You get, you, you know, you get one get out of jail for card. I don't know. The proposed bill was initially passed by the House in November, through, though has been stalled in the Senate since. All right. So here's the thing. Build Back Better Act all, also lost the critical support of the Democrat, you know, the Democratic senators, Joe Manchin and uh, Kristen Cinema, uh, Sen whatever, Cinema, Cinema, I guess Cinema, like the fucking movie theater just with an S. Cinema. All but killing the bill as it needs the support of 50 Democratic senators. Uh, President Biden could now be forced to sacrifice key components of the bill in order to maneuver through the divided Senate. Biden might have to compromise on issues such as the extension of the enhanced child tax credit, universal preschool, and increased climate change funding in hopes of passing his flagship bill. Well, first of all, take the crack pipes out of there. I'll save you some money. Um, extension in the chi enhanced child tax credit. I think that can be taken back. Like, stop handing free handouts of money to people and encouraging them to not want to go back to work. It's bullshit. I, I hate hearing that kind of shit. All right. So, uh, because this guy is already like it, the things he's promised and he, he can't come across with. It's just, it's incredible. All right. Number two in, in it. 
stalled voting legislation. Um, let's see, other, you know, central elements of the Biden administration's agenda for his inaugural, I'm having a hard time speaking tonight, inaugural year have also met a deadlock. Democrats also failed to pass voting rights legislation, which their Republican counterparts have successfully opposed. I, I, Tom talking like I'm fucking drunk. This follows the introduction of new voting restrictions in Republican-led states in the aftermath of the 2020 election and former President Donald Trump's false claims of voter fraud. I love that. Yeah, those, they're, they're, they're false claims of voter fraud. I think there definitely was some sort of voter fraud, just not enough to actually turn anything. Um, but Pennsylvania was definitely a fuck up situation especially since now they're claiming that you know uh mail-in voting is unconstitutional but it was okay when joe biden was running for president because we really needed to get joe biden fucking put through in order to successfully pass the voting rights legislation the biden administration would also have to reform the senate filibuster which mansion has reportedly opposed let's see number three failure to concede uh to cancel student debt that was the one i was just going to say like he'd been promising the student debt thing which i don't care i'm not a fucking student like i I fucking graduated high school that's about it i didn't go to college i i work in a fucking i actually know a trade send your kid out to trade school It, it works out better it's free you don't have to worry about shit on the campaign trail, Biden vowed to that he would cancel at least $10,000 of student loan debt per person in the effort to undo individual burdens the loans imposed. Now, don't get me wrong. I do know like that there was a lot of people out there who had college educations that actually they couldn't use them. Um, they still had to pay them back, and they were like these ridiculous amounts of money for something stupid like a liberal arts program or something of that nature. The president has extended the interest-free pause on federal student loan repayments that was introduced amid the pandemic. All right, Though the measure is by no means a forgiveness of standing loans, the pause is scheduled to lift in February and payments will resume. His primary actions on this front are primarily built on existing promises on the topic made by the previous administrations. And much debate has been had about the president's authority to personally write off student debts with certain factions of the democratic party urging the president to use executive action to resolve the issue however biden himself expressed his doubt towards that approach and said in april i don't think i have the authority uh a sentiment echoed by the house speaker nancy pelosi let's see okay number four COVID mismanagement. Yes, he mismanaged COVID. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he mismanaged COVID. So did Donald Trump. I don't think any president would have fucking managed COVID correctly. Okay, it's it's like it's like a guy in his early twenties, mid twenties, partying, having a great time. He lives by himself in a shitty ass little fucking apartment. It looks like Joe's apartment. And there's a knock on the door, and when he answers it, there's just a basket with a baby. And it says, good luck, dad. And that's it. That's what this happened. That's what happened here. That's that's what happened. Okay. This showed up on our doorstep. Had We had we, we couldn't figure it the fuck out. And like, oh my God. And everybody went into a panic. Now it's been mismanaged by two different presidents. Okay. And I don't want to hear, oh, he's getting out the vaccine. First of all, the vaccine was pushed by Operation Warp Speed, which was under Donald Trump. I said this before. 
I did give kudos to Joe Biden for pushing it a little harder, getting out a little faster to the American people who wanted it and needed it. But once he pushed mandates saying you have to get it or else you can't work, you can't go into restaurants, you can't do this, can't do that, I'm sorry. That is a backdoor. That, that, that's force. That's force. Okay, and, and, and taking away people's freedoms, taking away their rights, not allowing them to do something that somebody else can do, that's modern-day segregation, no matter how you look at it. So you got COVID mismanagement. Biden has long been aware of the severity of the COVID pandemic and the need for effective measures to manage the crisis. And in the opening months of his tenure, he oversaw a mass vaccination campaign, which was started by Donald Trump. However, the emergence of the Delta variant over the summer and the recent wave of the Omicron variant uh, has stalled Biden's initial progress on the COVID front. Let me tell you something. The Omicron variant was just a, a, it was a joke to begin with, first of all. I think, I think that was just pushed out there because they had to throw something into the narrative. Here's the Omicron, even though it didn't do shit. The Delta variant I actually had, and I was sick. I told you how I got sick. I don't need to explain that one again. Oh, excuse me. Oh, that felt so good. But pardon me. Pardon me. Like I said, man, I just, I do this on a whim. I don't, um, I ain't gonna edit this. I never edit it. If I sound good, I sound good. If I talk like a fucking idiot that has been drinking all night, then I talk like an idiot that's been drinking all night. And if you don't like it, then give me a fucking ring ring ding 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 on the uh, email front at uh, unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. That's how you can do it, okay? Anyway, and, I, and this is all opinion, but th- I'm giving you Newsweek's fucking thing on this, and then I throw you my opinion. Uh, the administration's lack of preparation for new variants was reflected in the sharp surge in cases nationwide, as well as in the shortage of testing kits. The surge in infectious uh, infections saw an average of over 750,000 daily new COVID cases reported over the last week. According to data from John Hopkins University, the number of daily COVID deaths has also seen a rise in the past week, with 1,796 deaths reported last Sunday, according to Johns Hopkins data. Now, like I said to you before, the deaths, I want to see what they actually died of. Did they die directly from COVID? Because we know how that has been going. It's been proven that they have been taking deaths, heart attacks, car accidents. And if the person had COVID at any point, they put it as a COVID death and the hospital makes more money. That has been proven. A number of Biden's fellow Democratic senators criticized his approach for being reactive rather than proactive. All right. Uh, additionally, Biden re- recently saw the Supreme Court blocked. Uh, Biden recently saw the Supreme Court block Biden's vaccine mandate for businesses, which intended to enforce vaccine or test requirements for large private corporations. So I'm glad the Supreme Court stepped in on that one um, because it's bullshit. Put people back to work. Put people back to work. Oh God. Criticism was also. Uh, leveled at the CDC for its guidance recommending mask use in the schools for children over the ages of two. Scientists raised concerns over the method's effectiveness. (laughs) You know, I said this about the fucking N95 mask, and I said it from fucking day one. I mean, I posted it on my Facebook, on my my, my personal Facebook, and to my friends. Even I think, because I said, I think I told the story, I had a friend who was out in the wilderness and had some kind of allergies or something or whatever, and she was wearing a mask, and I just kind of said, you know, you know, Wearing that mask to block the stuff is like basically just putting a band-aid over your nose. Like it's not totally effective. And 
start a fight with me and argue with me. And then I showed pictures of my respirator, and I'm like, look at this fucking paint inside a $100 respirator. And and then people with these fucking paper masks on their face all fucking two and a half years doing it. You just, the CDC said it themselves, you were covering your face for no fucking reason. Unless you had an N95 or better mask, you were doing it for no reason. So scientists raised concerns over the method's effectiveness, while fellow international bodies offered contrasting uh, advice to the CDC. Consequently, more than one uh, more U.S. citizens than ever now disapprove of Biden's handling of the pandemic, with 48% of the public dissatisfied. I'm sure it's higher than that now. This guy's a fucking nitwit. He, he's just, he's failing miserably. He's, he looks like, he actually looks like Mr. Magoo. And he acts like Mr. Magoo. He's, he's horrible. <clears throat> you know, it's funny. There's a picture that shows a picture of him, man. I'm sorry I'm burping so much, man. My, my dinner was good. There was good soup and sandwich. It was fucking good. Anyway, there's a picture of him, and he's standing at a podium, and behind him is a pre- is a picture of, it's him looking down and like a disgusted look, Biden, and next to him is a big portrait of George Washington. It doesn't get much better than this because the, the way it looks like is like George Washington's got his hand out like, here you go, ladies and gentlemen, this is the best you got. <laughs> It's funny. You know what? I got it. Before I get out of this, I need to, to photocopy that or whatever. It, it's like a great fucking, it's a great picture. You know what? Yeah, this is this is funny. I do got, okay, let me see something really quick. Let me just take a picture of this. This is fucking hilarious. I do got a Snapchat, you know, snap this. And just, I'm going to put it on my fucking Instagrams and shit. And be like, yeah, look at people. That's funny, ain't it? It's fucking hilarious anyway. All right, so there you go. Uh, so back to back to what we're talking about. So anyway, yeah, he mishandled fucking that majorly. The, the, the pandemic was just, that's one of the biggest ones. And like I said, I personally don't think that fucking Trump would have did any any better with it. I don't. It, it, it For sure, I don't think he would have did any kind of a better job at handling it. He, he'd be struggling right now, too. Okay, so eh, let's see. Let's go down here. Eh, record inflation. <laughs> Number five. Record inflation. And we're all feeling the fucking knee of the government on our necks. Yeah, that was a little quote of a George Floyd fucking punch there. Yes, it was. The knee of the fucking government on the American people's necks. President Biden's economic accomplishments have been bittersweet. Have been bittersweet. On the one hand, the Biden administration approved a hefty $1.9 trillion COVID relief package and passed a $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure law. Additionally, a record 6.4 million jobs were created, which saw unemployment drop to just 3.9% last December. Oh, wow, 6.4 million jobs went back to work? Because you lost 8 million. 6.4 million jobs were created which saw unemployment drop to just 3.9% last December. Yeah, it's because some of them people went back to work, but not all of them, because 8 million lost their fucking jobs. Let's get this one right. God, I hate this. On the other hand, national inflation rose to a record 6.8%, the highest level in 40 years. No shit. 1980, I think, was the last time we saw gas prices the way they are. Oh, my God. Ugh. This has constantly driven up the prices of basic goods and services such as gas, food, and housing. Ah, the upshot in prices seen in December represented the sixth consecutive month of price increments. Why? 
because you had vaccination mandates all across the board, which created people to either quit, resign, or be fired from their jobs. That led to fucking places claiming that they were understaffed. Where there's understaffing, the product doesn't get pushed out as much, not at the rate that it was without at 100% capacity. That's right. You have less people fucking making a product. You have less people packaging a product. You have less people shipping the product. You have less truckers trucking the product. You have less people taking the product off the truck, putting it on the shelves, so on and so on and so on and so on. So what do you do to make up the difference in order to keep your people and your business going? You put the prices and you push them up. You push them up. It's more money now for your stuff. So inflation happens. It ain't corporate greed, people. Stop fucking telling me it's corporate greed. I and hate that, you fucking morons. It's common sense. In November, gas prices skyrocketed by 58%, the largest increase record over a 12-month period since 1980. 1980 was the last time you've seen that kind of fucking rise in gas prices. Rising inflation was also compounded with supply chain shortages and delays, further aggravating the issue for consumers. Yes, rising inflation also compounded with supply chain shortages and delays. You understand the supply chain shortages and the delays were because they were short-staffed and they couldn't get the product out. The White House deemed the rising prices to be a transit, a transitory, a temporary effect as a result of increased pandemic-related costs. Yeah, well, at least right there, they're saying, uh, you know, result of increased pandemic-related costs. Yeah, you the you putting fucking vaccine mandates from the because of the pandemic relate relation to it. Yeah, it's going to cost fucking things more. And, expe- and expects the surge to settle over the coming months. Now, I love the, the, the way these, these news sources say it. They don't want to get in trouble or they don't want to sit there and say, well, you'll see these, these, these prices go down. No, they'll settle. Okay. So that's that, what do you mean settle? Settle only means that like, okay, now it's $5 a gallon and it will just settle at $5 a gallon. It'll never go back down to $2 a gallon. It's going to settle at $5 a gallon. You're, that's the new normal. You're going to have to live with that. You remember Obama said that about the new normal with the the, the uh, unemployment numbers, the rates? Yeah, and Trump turned that around. Bring him back in here. We need Donald Trump back in. In a statement at the time, Biden said the ongoing inflation was not represented was not representative of today's reality. Uh, it does not reflect the expected price decreases in the weeks and months ahead. There is not going to be any. It's going to just level out. Biden said in his statement, <laughs> that's what he said, I was starting, I made, I made that sound like it was starting another story, I, that was the end of the story, I'm sorry, it says it does not reflect the expected prices decrease in the weeks and months ahead, Biden said in his statement, that's what it actually, I should have said it like that, so number six, immigration debacles and remain in Mexico. Whatever the hell it means by that. In Biden's opening year in the White House, the issue of migration and the administration's mismanagement at the U.S.-Mexican border has become a constant headache. Of course it has, because when you walk in there and all you fucking want to do is reverse everything that Donald Trump has done, whether it was good or bad, never turns out to be good. You stop the fucking pipeline, okay, which now we're, we're, we're hurting at the pump, people, and if we would have had fucking... I don't even want to fucking get into it because I'll just get mad. Anyway, so 
another one that he reversed was obviously the building of the wall and he opened up the border. This all in the middle of a pandemic, which really made no sense. He really fucked up. This guy is fucking a moron. All right. So Biden had vowed to undo many of Trump's heavily criticized immigration policies in a bid to guarantee increased protection and care for uh, asylum seekers and migrants entering the country. However, his administration's handling of the issue has left a lot to be desired. Uh, despite his campaign trial uh, trail promises, Biden has reinstated the Trump error. The Trump era remain in Mexico program and has also upheld a controversial policy known as Title 42. Title 42 has been heavily criticized for using the pandemic to enable uh, real human rights violations and preemptively uh, removed migrants found at the border. The policy has also led to family separations at the border. As many blocked from entering the country chose to send their children through alone in a bid to guarantee their safety. This is the thing. And you get a lot of people who are up in arms about this. How can you do this? You know, blah, 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 blah. these are children, blah, blah, blah. Look, the parents are the one that threw them over the fucking fence. Just run. Like, this is a, this is a fucked up country down there. Like, they're fucked up people. Keep them down there. For one, these, these Mexican immigrants coming across the border they bring nothing to the table people except for problems in this country always problems never bring positive anything to this table they're, they they don't do shit okay they, they, they're not they're not curing cancer okay they're not building skyscrapers they're not fucking they're not fucking engineering you know new new ways of fucking technology and space travel and fucking air travel or automotive travel they're not they bring nothing to the table they can mow lawns some of them can do drywall that's about it and they work for under the table so really they're they're they're, they're fucking over your government anyway oh my god i don't know meanwhile the <laughs> meanwhile the remain in mexico program has been slammed by critics for denying migrants entry into the united states while keeping them in bureaucratic limbo at makeshift border camps in mexico uh, the administration's ne ne uh, negligence, negligence at the border has also resulted in an increased hostility. Has also, in oh my God, I am not talking good at all. Has also resulted in increased hostility. In the opening ten months of Biden's presidency, over seven thousand six hundred forty-seven cases of rape, torture, murder, kidnapping, and violent assault towards asylum seekers at the border have been recorded. This is their country. Rape, torture, murder, kidnapping, and violent assaults towards asylum seekers. This are These are some of the people you're allowing into the country. And you think like, no, we're letting the ones in that are getting raped. Yeah, but you also let the ones in who are doing the raping. Like, come on, stop. With, you know, of course you bring in the bad with the good. Didn't you ever hear that fucking saying? Just keep them all out and we'll be okay. The administration has faced fierce criticism for their mismanagement at the border with the United Nations urging Biden to lift the... The, the repressive policies. So there are your bad fucking shit that this guy's already done. And and when I turn around and I say, well, the executive orders, like I can name more executive orders that make them even more bad. I can say about COVID and his handling of it. Like just the things that I know, uh, you know, but it's, it's a tyrant government that we're in right now. Cause let's face the facts, man. Mandates and lockdowns are non-constitutional. 
already stepping on the Constitution of the United States. And I came across something. You know how Facebook sends you memories? Here's a memory from so many years ago. I, I got a memory from like eight years ago or seven years ago or however long ago it was. And it was actually a picture of all our forefathers standing around uh, Obama. And it was Obama stepping on the Constitution. And I had a chuckle because I'm like, you know, Donald Trump never stepped on this Constitution. No matter how you looked at it, he never stepped on the Constitution. Yet, this administration steps on it every single day, and his people turn a blind eye to it. they like, no, nah, he ain't doing that. No, no, he ain't doing that. And it's like, oh my God, like, what, what, what does it take when reality slaps you in the fucking face, and you still are in denial? Like, nah, it ain't happening. So we have an Independence Day. Every 4th of July. Why anymore do we have an Independence Day? Because we don't... We're not independent anymore. We depend on the fucking government. We are become a country in the last two and a half years that depend on the government to help us get through life. Please hold my hand, Mr. Government, because it's either I'm lazy and I don't want to do it, or, you know what, I'm just so brainwashed and stupid that you're the best and you're going to guide me in the right direction. So why did we really fight for our independence if we no longer have any kind of dependency? <laughs> it's exactly what this government wants. They want the people of the United States of America to become dependent on them. Remember the movie They Live and the aliens were here, and they, and they had in the papers, and you would read through the magazines when he wore the, the sunglasses. It was a obey and comply and sleep and work eight hours and, and bow down. I mean, that's exactly what our government is doing to us. I mean, it, this is They Live All Over Again. This is that fucking movie. And if you've never seen it, man, watch it. It's kind of fucking freaky, but think about it. It's like, that's our government. And the people who actually believed in it, like, you see the crazy motherfuckers that are like, they're like the guy standing there with his cocktail, and he's in a nice suit, and he was a bum at one time, and he's like, hey, look at what they gave me. I look great, and that's all I have to do is listen to them, and I'm good to go, and I comply. Like, and it's like, what the fuck, dude? You don't see it? Like, are you that stupid? They're, they're controlling you. They're living your life for you. Ah, oh, oh God. Hold on. Hey, I'm back. Sorry. You are, you're going to hear every single little thing that goes on around here. Oh, sorry. I just tapped the mic. So you probably heard that too. You heard my phone going off. You hear the birds chirping outside. You hear a police car go by. You hear me burp and fart. Whatever. I don't, I'm not, again, I'm not going to, I just didn't need to have the phone ring the whole time I was talking. So getting back to what I'm saying, there's actually people that believe in this government and it's fucking crazy to me. I, I, I how, how much more can, your president, the person you vote for, fail before you finally turn around and say, what the fuck? Like, all right, enough's enough. I'm tired of it. This is a country where we're actually free. The thing is, Generation Xers are the last ones to actually know what real, real, real freedom is. If you're younger than, what, 1985, you know what real freedom is. Like, when I say 1985, born 1985. That's what I'm going to say, 1995-ish. Because if you were born with this phones in your hand or with the technology of the internet at your fingertips, even if you had a desktop back in the day and you were able to tap into the internet and you were able to start reading into what the internet had to offer and, oh my God, I can just look up the Webster's Dictionary here or 
I can I can go on Encyclopedia Britannica on here and I can read up on things. When my kids say I want to learn about history, I want to learn about this, that, that, and this, I actually tell them, you know, go down your grandmother's basement. There's a fucking whole encyclopedia shit. Read that. Don't go online. Don't look it up on fucking Google. Don't do it because you're going to get propaganda fucking opinionated bullshit. Read the fucking fine print in a fucking encyclopedia that, that was fucking published in 1980. You know, and you're going to get the real answer on what really happened with slavery, what really happened with segregation, what really happened in World War II and with Nazi Germany and with, with concentration camps. You're going to really read on what happened in ancient Egypt or, you know, or a revolutionary war. How about our civil war? What really happened? Why it really happened? Who fought who? The people who died, the people who suffered. That's how you'll really fucking know. When you teach real history to people, they can learn from it. And that's the problem in today's world. It's all propaganda bullshit, made up bullshit. They want you to believe there was never any other history, that history starts right now. And that's fucking not the right way to teach your kids. Teach your kids how to shoot a gun. Teach your kids how to fucking grow some plants. Teach your kids that they can survive on their own without a helping hand from the United States government because they actually don't need it. Okay? Take them hunting. Take them fishing. Sit with them and talk to them without a fucking cell phone in their hand. Take the cell phone away from them for a few hours. Make it so their internet doesn't work when they're out and about. And just talk. Explain to them real life, what you went through, you know, your troubles and, you know, your successes, you know, teach them about your family, Tell, talk about family history, you know, it, 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 this is what kids need today. Kids need a little history lesson because, you know, when I say Independence Day and we're no longer independent and we trust in our government so goddamn much to where they become so powerful and tyrant that they control you obey you comply you bow down that's exactly what the government wants and they already have your kids controlled that way they already have anybody who actually wants everything to do with their computer their cell phone their roblox their their, their metaverse buy all their fucking stuff online have the shit delivered to them. Man, like what happened to the days where you went down the street and you knocked on your friend's door to see if they were home? You picked up a phone that had a cord 30 feet long and you drug it in from the kitchen to the fucking bedroom just to talk to your friend in privacy. What happened to those days? You know, it's funny because we look back at it. I look at it like the 80s, the 1980s. You know, it went from... The cordless, you know, you had the big corded phone, like I just said. Then a cordless phone came around. It was fucking, like, it, it was night and day. It was like, man, this is the greatest invention ever. Because now you, you don't, you don't, you're not tied down by a cord. You're free, you know? And then you walked around and you talked. And then you're like, ah. Oh. And then somebody finally figured it out and said, well, how can I take this technology to go with me? And that was it, man. That's where it started. That's where all this started. That guy, if you watch video of that first phone call made from a cell phone, from a cellular phone, guy walking down the street, that's where it all started. It's where it all stems from. And it's just downhill from there.
Because then you got computers. You know, computers used to actually have to fit. For all you people out there who listen to me who are younger, younger, computers took a whole room to fill in one computer, you know. And then as years came by and went by, you know, computers got smaller and stuff, and then they became desktops. You had a big tower underneath the desk and then the computer monitor up top and your keyboard. And then all of a sudden there was the introduction of the laptop. And that was kind of cool because you got all the power of that big tower just in this little laptop thing. And now you have a smartphone, which has got all the power of that fucking computer that fit in a room in the fucking at your fingertips. Our teachers used to tell us, you're never going to have a calculator at your fingertips. So, you know, you need to start learning this stuff when it came to doing math. You know, or you're never going to have a dictionary in your hand walking around all the time or an encyclopedia. You know, it's funny. You have everything in your hand. Like, there's a there's a picture out there somewhere that shows a person standing next to everything, like, from, I guess, 1980 back or whatever, of what you have in your hand today. Like what it would take. They show a phone, at the, your desktop computer, calculators. It, it shows all kinds of shit. And it's like that's in your hand. That's actually sitting in the palm of your fucking hand. All that stuff. So along with the good that all that stuff is to help you. There's calculators. There's dictionaries. Just You can see the weather on here. You can watch Doppler radar. You can talk to your friends. You can even FaceTime your friends. You can go back and forth like the Jetsons. With all the good that you think's in this thing, the bad is in the technology of like the apps that are put in here. And the, and the Facebooks and the Instagrams. The TikTok videos. All the bullshit that they force down your throat to make you think like this is the greatest thing ever. When it really steps on the constitution of freedom. Because you're not free. Sure you're free. You think that I'm on Facebook and I can talk and I can speak how I want. But if it goes against their narrative they could shut you up like that. You know. The, The first amendment gets thrown out the window on Facebook on Instagram. And it's sad it shouldn't because Facebook right now is probably the platform where we communicate with each other the absolute most. It's Facebook. We communicate every day through it. More than more so than talking on the phone, more so than talking to each other face-to-face or through an email. We talk to each other through Facebook. So that's the number one form of communication in the world. Yet. The First Amendment doesn't mean shit in it. I don't know, man. I'm getting tired. I'm starting to just ramble on, and I had enough with this. Again, you can get a hold of me at uh, unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. You can talk to me. You can say hi. You can tell me I'm an idiot. You can tell me I'm whatever. I, I love to hear I love to hear the criticism. I, criticism. I can't fucking speak tonight, but I'm glad I got this out of the way. Ah, the criticism... I love hearing it all, man. I, I love it. I like doing this. I like just speaking my mind. I like just shooting the shit and getting it out. This is like therapy to me. I said it before. And I love just, shoot, you know, giving the information. And and the reason I thanked our first responders and the people out there that do what they do every day to make our lives better. Because they don't get the credit they, they deserve. You know, defunding the police shit and 
I'm living right now in my city, and the crime rate is absolutely through the fucking roof. I mean, just in my own neighborhood, I get carjackings all the time anymore, and people getting, you know, home invasions, and just bullshit, and it's it's like, when is this shit gonna stop? What, we need to give back the power to the police. Our military's getting ready to fight in a fucking war, because Joe Biden decided he needs to back NATO on the fact that Putin's gonna walk into the Ukraine. And take over. Now, if Putin walks into the Ukraine and takes over, they even said that Putin could have control of the capital in Ukraine within 24 to 36 hours. Yet, Joe Biden making threats to him is not a good thing because who's their ally? It's China. So when you've got three, the three superpowers, which is us, China, and Russia, going at it, that leads to World War III. And I think at this moment in time, we don't need a World War III, Joe. I think we need to just straighten it out. And you might want to get on the phone and apologize and say, you know what? It might not be a good idea to do this, but if you got to do it, you got to do it. Whatever has to be done. You know, I know it's not a good thing for the Ukraine. I, I get why we have to do it. I get why we have to fight back. But that's why I say thank you to our military men and women out there because... They, I'm sure a lot of them don't want to do it. You know what I mean? They don't want to go there. They don't want to fight, but they have to. They they gave their lives to the military. You know, when they signed that piece of paper, they gave their lives for so long to Uncle Sam. That was a fight I had with somebody just the other week when he claimed about, oh, I had to be vaccinated for the flu every year when I was in the military and blah, 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 blah. Because he's, he he's a real left-wing liberal douche. And, uh, I turned around and I said to him, dude, you're comparing a free country, a free person to a military person. Like, when you sign your name over to Uncle Sam, you belong to Uncle Sam until they're done with you, at least four years. And during that four years, if they tell you you're getting vaccinated, you're getting vaccinated. (sighs) That's not unconstitutional. You signed yourself over to them. It's like signing your sucking soul to the devil. Or donut, like Homer Simpson did it back in the day. Anyway, like I said, I'm rambling on and I'm getting fucking upset here, but thank you to everybody out there, your first responders. Like I said, ambulance drivers, first respond, you know, ambulance drivers, medical people in the hospitals, cops and firemen for running the fucking house fires to protect families. Thanks to you people. I mean, kudos to you. What you do is remarkable. You guys are the heroes. Um, the shit that's going on with Joe Rogan, um, Whoopi Goldberg, all I can simply say, cancel culture is a fucking bullshit thing, okay? And I'm talking it for both, Whoopi Goldberg and Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan said some things in a podcast years ago that, okay, if somebody's mad about it, they're mad about it, they're upset. The only person that should have any kind of control over Joe Rogan and his livelihood should be his employer. That goes for fucking Whoopi Goldberg, too. Whoopi Goldberg, it's it's a First Amendment. It's freedom of speech. If your employer doesn't like it and you talk for a company, like the company I talk, I do this for, you know, and I'll push, I'll push them really quick. I got a few minutes. Uh, I do this under Anchor, and Anchor seems to be a really great company, really easy to use. Um, 
under their agreements and their policies, if I do something to break their policies and they say, hey, you can't do this or we're getting rid of you, then I have to change my ways. But if they're okay with what I'm doing and what I say and I go, okay, blah, 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 it's it's the cancel culture people that step the fuck in and say, hey, you can't say that. I'm offended by that. Blah, blah, blah. You know what it is? These people need to turn around and go, you know what? I, get, I understand what you're saying. You're offended. But get a life. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. It's called freedom of speech. If you don't like something said to you, you don't have to listen. That's the greatest part about this country. But you can speak your mind on how you really feel. That's the greatest part of this country. So you can say, I don't. I feel like this about this person or that person. And, oh, oh well, I feel very offended by what you said. Well, I'm sorry you do, but that's how I feel. If you don't like it, walk away. That's, 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 that's all it comes down to. So... You know what? Whoopi Goldberg, Joe Rogan, hey, you said what you had to say. If you get canceled by your employer, eh, you might want to say, then that's your, your problem. You made the mistake. If you get canceled by some Joe Schmo that cancels you because they were upset and they said something to your employer and your employer decided to cancel you for it, then it's your employer's fault for canceling you. Not your fault, not cancel culture persons it's your employer so i guess my thing is to to the employers of these people either have a backbone or don't i think that you people need to be the ones to look into freedom of speech and turn around and just say hey they said what they had to say it's not against our policy We're, we back them up and i'm glad joe rogan's did whoopi goldberg's obviously did too they only got rid of her for what a couple days it's fine Anyway, to them guys, hey, freedom of speech is a great thing. Speak on, do what you got to do. Listen to other podcasts, listen to my podcast every week. I try to put it out when I can. It's never an exact day or whatever. I don't keep it at an exact science, but I put it out there. And you can talk to me again, like I said, on Real Podcast 101 at gmail.com. Listen to the people like Tim Pool. Listen to people like Joe Rogan. Listen to people like, watch Bill Maher. Watch whoever you like. If you want to watch CNN and you want to fucking sit there and say, yeah, 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 yeah. But don't sit there and try to force feed me to listen to propaganda bullshit. Because if I say it's all a bunch of propaganda bullshit and we go back and forth with it, hey, we're going back and forth with it. It's fine. I don't have any problem with it. You believe what you want to believe. I believe what I want to believe. But don't try to cancel me. I'm not going to try to cancel you. I really don't give a fuck about the cancel part. I just care about my freedoms and my rights. And I am definitely 100% pro-Constitution. The Bill of Rights. Fucking Declaration of Independence. You know, this country. My country, tis of thee. Fucking sweet land of liberty. Hey, people, I'm out. It's getting to that hour. I gotta go. I'm fucking rambling. I'm done. Till next week, man. Stay patriotic. Stay fucking awesome. I will talk to you next week. See ya.